0: I am starting my 14th year in education and Jared, my welding teaching husband, is starting his 13th year. And I will say that for the past 12 years, I'm not predicting this 13th year, but every single year, Jared or myself gets sick and usually it's Jared. but we always get sick at the beginning of the school year because we haven't really established healthy habits that transfer into the school year. So right now we are continuing into the COVID-19 pandemic. And so unfortunately, I'm not going to give you any tips on how to stay safe from that. You'll need to figure out what's going on with your local community, But I'm going to talk about ways that you can sustain a healthy lifestyle for your school year, no matter what point in the school year you are at. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. At the end of this episode, you will have some strategies and tips that you can implement immediately, even if it's at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, or towards the end of the year to help continue to stay healthy during the school year. And those three steps are remembering your why, taking care of your body, and taking care of your brain. So the first thing we're going to go over is remembering your why. One of the teachers that I teach with, she posted yesterday on Facebook about feeling kind of this imposter syndrome as school is about to start for us. She is starting her fifth year and with nerves and everything else, she's just not sure if this school year is going to work out for her and I had to reflect about that because fifth year, you're not a brand new teacher at that point. And those are some real feelings that you could feel every single year or even every single term or semester quite frequently about are you enough as a teacher? So my recommendation is remember your why. Remember why you got into teaching. Why is it that you chose this profession over any other profession? you probably have skills that, especially teaching CTE, you could be making way more money working in industry, but why do you choose to be here with students? And remembering that why can ground you and help ease tension and stress Because you are making a difference. That's why most of us have started teaching is because not only do we love our skill, but we want to show that and teach that to others and help students become successful. Economists Raj Chetty and John N. Friedman of Harvard and Jonah E. Rockoff of Columbia did a study that shows that second only to parents, teachers are the most important part of a child's education. Great teachers make a difference. Poor teachers hurt a child's life chances. Quite honestly, if you are wanting to and striving to be a great teacher, right there, that self-efficacy is already putting you on that trajectory of being very important in your students' lives. Okay, so remember your why is going to be the first step. The second one is take care of your body. This goes back to me talking about Jared and I usually getting sick the first couple weeks of school. So during the summer, we're able to take care of our body in many different ways. We relax a lot more, we eat better, we're outside more. And when school starts, it's like we kind of forget. So one of the things that teachers tend to have a really bad issue with is vocal disorders. So more than half of all teachers will develop a vocal disorder sometime during their lifetime. And 20% will report missing work due to a voice issue. So if you have ever lost your voice or you get a raspy voice during the first part of school or any time during the school year it's probably because you are talking too much now i've said this before don't worry about using your teacher voice you have nothing to prove Use that microphone, use that auditory system that hopefully is installed in your room. And if you don't have one, really push your administration for installing one because that will save you in so many ways, not just your voice, but also your relationships with your students. So along that line of keeping your voice nourished is by drinking lots of water And I know water, that's just another tricky thing with teaching because we very rarely have the opportunity to use the restroom. And so do your best, see if you can get a buddy teacher, someone that you can pop your head in and they can watch your class while you use the restroom because you really do wanna make sure that you are getting enough fluids so that your vocal cords will stay hydrated. And either skip or limit your coffee, tea, soda, and alcohol because those dehydrate your vocal cords. Take frequent vocal breaks during the day. So think about what you are having your students do in every class period. And can you insert some 15 minute vocal breaks where you are not having to talk the entire time? Allowing the students to work on some activity or to do some independent practice or to have students work in groups or have student led discussions are great ways for you to sit back and let your vocal cords rest while your students are still learning. And this can be implemented even in the first few days of school. You do not need to go over every single word in your disclosure document in every single one of your classes. Think of ways that you can talk for a little bit, And then have them do some sort of activity where your voice can rest because it is like a marathon when you are talking so much so frequently and in the summer you haven't been doing that. You can also use a bell or some other sound or a song for transition so that you don't have to raise your voice or feel like you have to yell to get your students' attention. I'll include a link in the show notes of a previous episode where I went over how you could actually schedule out your songs for your transitions and a fun way that you can get your students really engaged. So the final thing with your voice is to use a humidifier. So you can start sleeping with a humidifier even if it's hot outside, it will help your voice so that you can recharge for that next school day. So the final thing about staying healthy your body when you are at school is to take and plan healthy snacks. I am a snacker. I snack all the time and I snack through the summer and the school year no matter what. But I find that when I'm at home, I tend to choose healthier snacks because they're just more available and I usually have some sort of candy or reward for my students in my reach at the school. So try to curb your cravings by having other snacks that will fill you up that you can grab instead of the mini-sized candy bars. So as a review of step number two about taking care of your body is make sure that you take care of your voice and your vocal cords by using your mic, getting enough, water and rest for your voice as well as using a humidifier okay so we're going to go on to the last tip which is taking care of your mind and i know your mind is part of your body but we're just going to pretend like it's some separate thing here because what we're going to talk about is actually more of like your mindfulness and reducing your stress I know a lot of us as CTE teachers, we have a lot of preps and that just right there adds immediate stress. So we need to constantly work at ways to reduce our stress so that we can better connect with students and better be that person in their lives that we mentioned with remembering your why as being so influential. So here are some ways to reduce your stress throughout the day. So practice breathing and meditation. You can do this before school in the parking lot. You can do it before you open your door to let students in. You can actually even practice breathing between class periods as you are letting students out of your class and waiting for students to come in while you're waiting by your door. Set some timers so that you can actually do these practices and set those during your prep or during lunch. Give yourself specific amounts of time during the school day where you are not working. Another thing to do is to brain dump whenever you can. The more that you can write down the lists that are always going through your brain, the less that they will be stored there and the less stress that they will cause. So you can do this anytime, before school, before classes, during lunch, after school, right when you get home. You just wanna get all of those lists that have been stacking up, you just want them out. You want them written down and you can choose to come back to them or not, but at least they have somewhere that they're living and not swarming around in your brain. My final tip for taking care of your mind is relax in the evenings and actually plan this. So for your first few weeks of school or whenever you need it, get takeout. Don't stress yourself out about meal planning and meal prep go through the drive-thru, order pizza, whatever you need to do to keep your sanity, you are going to be exhausted. And when you've got little kids at home too, that just adds to it. Leave all your work at home, turn off those notifications, and just enjoy being at home. Whether you are reading or just putting your feet up on the couch or laughing with your family Relax when you are at home on the evenings. And there will be no judgment if you fall asleep at 7:30 pm. Let's be honest, I've been there. Okay, now we're going to review all three steps. So the first one is remember your why. Why you are an educator and why you chose this wonderful profession. Secondly, take care of your body. And finally, take care of your mind. And you can do that by reducing your stress throughout the day with meditation, breathing, brain dumps, and planning for relaxing evenings. Now, if some of this seems kind of far-fetched and there's no way you'd be able to do that because you've got so much to do, you really need to set up some routines and systems that will help you automate key things in your teaching life. And I've done that before. I've been there. I had nine preps at one point and it was a lot and I couldn't, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing from day to day. So I've been through that and I was able to reduce my preps from nine down to three. And the world of difference that that made, I felt like I could actually be helping my students rather than worrying about content from day to day. So with that, I have created a mini course and I'm in the process of doing it right now, but it's going to be centering on how to really develop those routines and systems for those of you who are teaching multiple preps or could possibly be asked to teach multiple preps, and how to really juggle that so that you can maintain that why, also maintain your health, and still feel like you are a productive teacher. So, if you want to join the waitlist, it's at kristinmassick.com forward slash waitlist, and I will be sure to let you know when things will be launching, and what my ideas are for that mini course. Also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I really would like to get it in front of more teachers, more CTE teachers. And The way that we do that is by having a review and a rating on whatever platform you are listening to this on. The other place that is great for me to get feedback is on my Instagram. That is the place that I hang out the most. If we are not connected there yet, please find me over there. It's at Kristen Massick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.